0: Welcome to Tracklisting, the podcast where a musician, a comedian, and
1: a painter review old albums for some reason. I'm Nick. I'm Chris, and I'm Caleb, and we are back from a little bit of an autumn hiatus. Yeah, a uh, cool. our an- Welcome our back, back, everyone! Autumn hiatus and happy Halloween! Oh,
2: it's a, a very spooky episode, spooky episode? A- we will
1: air
0: after Halloween.
1: Yeah. I thought about doing the voice, and I realized that uh, Chris was going to do it pretty hard, so I didn't have it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> well, uh, in honor of Halloween, I think Nick has a pick for us. I've got the soundtrack to the original Scream.
2: Hey! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Scream. <It's laughs>
3: 1996. This is uh, this is an iconic movie.
1: Yeah, man. This movie is great. This, um, I was in high school. Yeah, one of the iconic horror films of my high school days, like this and maybe Blair Witch. I was... Oh. seven i was
0: <laughs> i was 10 when this came out i think i saw it when i was about 14 oh, okay yeah. i
3: just saw it um <laughs> like a few minutes ago so. uh, congratulations I, i'm I, surprised you never saw it I know, chris takes I never the rated r ratings
1: pretty seriously yeah
3: it's you know it's the law is the law I enjoyed it quite a bit. I had seen Scary Movie. um, (laughs) Which was the original title of Scream.
2: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. But Uh, uh, I I think
0: I've seen all the scary movies and none of the Screams.
3: Well, that's going to ruin a
1: lot of movies for you, not just Scream. I know.
2: Yeah.
0: The funny part about that, I think they changed the name of the film so late in the process that their congratulatory presence at the end of shooting still had the original title of Scary Movie on
1: their gifts. Oh, really?
2: Uh-huh. I yeah, kind so. of,
1: I always assumed, and maybe it still is the case, that the name comes from, so the mask, I remember being kind of a generic spooky mask. Yeah, that the
3: Ghostface Killer mask.
1: Yeah, but it was based on the painting, The Scream. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, Scary Movie, Scream. What do we got? <laughs> Let's jump right into it. This is Birdbrain with Youth of America. bird brain
0: for you this film has some real bird brain characters
1: <laughs> in the 90s um just about every instrument and vocal went through like a megaphone filter at some point
2: oh yeah
1: that, that <laughs> awesome boston
0: grunge that is bird brain yeah little town where uh, caleb and myself uh, oh, yeah. attended school
1: never returned never heard of bird brain while i was there though
0: did you guys get in the grunge
3: scene there
1: no, there was a Boston band I remember called Eagle Seagull that I liked. I like nice. their name quite a bit. Nice. That was the only Boston bird band I remember.
3: Birdbrain has also got a cover of uh, Paul McCartney's Jet, uh-huh. um, which is... Uh, it pales in comparison. <laughs> uh,
1: but I, I love Jet. I love that song. Oh, Jet's great. Jet! Uh, <laughs> I think we're going to deal with a lot of kind of bummer covers in the soundtrack. We don't have to add any more to the, the episode.
0: Okay. I was trying to do a little research on Birdbrain and... I think they had a little bit of a success with uh, the song on this soundtrack, and then things fell apart, and they tried to get things back together, and I found their Kickstarter page <laughs> oh, from no, man. Uh, last updated on July twenty second, 2012, uh, but they are trying to still finish this album. They were trying to raise $1,000 on Kickstarter and I just want to read you guys, if we decide to su- support their album, what we're going to get.
1: Oh, no. This is a, this is a dark <laughs> this is a huge
0: bummer. So, <laughs> this is a
2: huge bummer.
0: Uh, October 2012 uh, was the estimated delivery for this album. And I think uh, we might still be waiting. I'm not sure. So if you pledge $10 or more, we'll get a copy of the album, Full of Grace, and a public thank you on Facebook. $20 or more, we'll get an autographed copy of Full of Grace okay $50 or more ooh we're getting getting pricey we are getting actually i should say that they changed the, their band name to spot mary at this point but it's basically like the same project yeah 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 you'll get a spot mary t-shirt in addition and they say we will do our best to accommodate your t-shirt size oh so god so no promise on the medium there that's that is a um a cautionary tale
3: for what happens if you stay in the grunge scene too long <laughs> like <laughs> it's just like look man
0: we need one grand to master this thing a <laughs> hundred dollars or more you get three copies of the album okay did they
3: fail to meet their backing man, i have well, no- wait
1: how much how much was the one that got you one copy
0: one copy
1: $10. is gonna get
0: you ten bucks
1: and so for, for, for $100, $100 you can three, get three. <laughs>
2: oh, wow. I'm not,
1: I'm not a mathematician, so I'm just going to let that go. Oh,
0: it keeps going. It gets. absurd. It goes up to $800 where, uh, yeah, $800 will get you an acoustic performance by Spot Mary wherever you are in New England only.
2: Ugh. All right.
0: and and that's backed by uh zero backers <laughs> <laughs> but you know some of these have one backer four backers uh, uh one backer for ten dollars for one copy so oh man our Dude, hearts go out to spot mary and, uh,
2: fund, their,
3: fund their kickstarter we can do man. that
1: yeah i mean <laughs> anybody doing anything creative uh is a nightmare to try to <laughs> make a living but uh but i do not for for the record i'm not crazy about that song i'm fine i'm fine with it man how the mighty have fallen <laughs> i think one of the reviews i read
0: somewhere like on amazon or some website was like that song was in the movie and you know people heard it but they they didn't want to go out of their way to remember it <laughs> that
2: boo that, hoo no that's, no, that's very like, Yeah, they got
1: paid for the movie cuz like yeah in the movie uh, that song works really well it's like very intensely kind of 90s and a little yeah. bit of an yeah, a lot edgy, of edgy rock, edgy high school. This is when they're kind of.
3: driving to the party,
0: so that's, yeah, yeah. Gail Weathers is following them. Courtney Cox, Courtney soon Cox. to be Arquette. Right, they oh. met on set, I believe, and you can watch them fall in love. Yeah, <laughs> in wow. the movie and in real life. Sizzle, real sizzle. On yeah,
1: <laughs> sparks were flying. Uh, yeah. What do we got next,
2: Nick?
0: Track two, we've got Catherine with Whisper.
2: Something was I want it all but it's not here You've changed the lot and I'm Bye-bye Broken hangers never again. Silence is completely
0: 1996. (laughs) Yeah. Big year. Do you guys remember some of the uh, events of 96?
1: I remember Scream came out and yeah, the sub- subsequent soundtrack.
3: I remember uh, David Arquette and Courtney Cox fell in love. Oh, that was uh, big news.
0: <laughs> speaking of uh, murder, this was the uh, Christmas season where people were murdering each other for Tickle Me Elmo. Oh, <laughs> nice. Okay, so I don't know and if this Nintendo is And Nintendo
3: 64. Oh, uh, sweet, dude. I,
1: I haven't looked this up, okay. but I remember during the uh, Clinton impeachment drama and the Monica Lewinsky scandal, my, my high school, my, my small arts high school... Apparently one of the teachers had uh had a romantic dalliance with Monica Lewinsky, who was one of his students. Mm. And so we like showed up to work one day and there were just like news cameras and vans everywhere trying to get Whoa. into the school. Whoa. Yeah. Hot That's pretty scoop. wild, man. Uh scoop. I'll go on the record of saying that guy creeped out a lot of us before there was ever... <laughs> oh,
3: <God. laughs> All right. speaking of creepy, um, <laughs>
2: Yeah, let Fo- spook- spooky Ar-
3: stories from yeah. our high school. No,
2: Ar- I'm saying Jeez. Arthur
3: Fonzarelli, uh, oh, Henry yeah. Winkler, has this... I mean, I guess they're setting it up that he might be the murderer. Because there's some, like, weird thing with the scissors and the two kids that get expelled. But there is an unnecessary face touch of Nev Campbell. And he's like, <laughs> how you doing? And he's like... Like gropes the bottom of her chin, and you're like, "Whoa!" Well, like no one bats an eye, and there's cops in the room. And I was like, "Ah!" <laughs> like what's happening?
1: They do they do a really good job with a lot of red herrings and like setting people up. Yeah, I, I had no idea. I was uh, I was you know screaming out who I thought it was
0: the whole time. It had me at the edge of my seat. Yeah, I think Wes Craven was a little skeptical to make this movie, but uh, you know loved the script.
2: Yeah, yeah. and
0: uh, Drew Barrymore came on uh, first. And helped get other people interested.
1: Yeah. But oh, yeah. we should say, yeah, Drew Barrymore does the... It's an homage to uh, Psycho, mm-hmm. where you have one of the, the highest billed people killed off before the credits. It was... in uh, Psycho was... What was her name? Janet Leigh, I think. Right, that was a pretty wild concept. Yeah, it was yeah. the whole thing yeah. that you advertised that she was one of the stars, and then you come in and like kill her off immediately. And then setting up that like anybody can die.
0: Right. I think she was interested in the role... For Sydney, but some other projects that she had, you know, were a time constraint. So she went with the character that's going to get killed off in the first 10 minutes. (laughs) But it's great. She does a great job.
3: I rented a Jackie Chan movie that did that to me, and I was so pissed. (laughs) I think it was, like, maybe Fearless Hyena or something. And it was just one of those, like, martial arts things. they killed off Jackie Chan in the first reel? It was, like, starring Jackie Chan, and then he, like, instantly died. And I was like, what?
1: No! I remember, uh, was it called Executive Decision with uh, Steven Seagal and Kurt Russell? Kurt Russell, yeah, yeah. Uh, So Steven Seagal is the the action star who gets uh, killed off in the first reel. Yeah. Um, and so he, they brought him in cause it was like a big project and Steven Seagal was doing more kind of not B movies, but like B plus. And it, he knew that he was the character, like the badass who gets killed off immediately. And he showed up and then he started to be like, uh, so I wanted to talk to you about that. And they're like, what? Yeah. It's like my fans, they're not going to accept it. So yeah, I'm going to yeah. have to like live throughout the, the entire movie. And they're like, no man. No dude. Yeah. Apparently this is like, Hollywood. Said- this isn't some sort of <laughs> total nightmare to work with god okay i would love if uh drew barrymore showed up and is like okay what if i like overpower him and then i come and i save the girls at the end they're like what no no
3: no no. so Catherine
0: uh folded in 1998 two Mm. years after uh years after I the remember song Catherine, out. a buddy of mine had that uh, that Catherine CD that this track is from. I like this song. I thought it was pretty good. It's like good. Hot, uh, hot Sake and Bedtime Stories. Yeah, well, yeah I
3: read
1: yeah. that um, some of the vocals, I don't eye. know if it's the yeah. vocals on this track, are the bass player from uh, Smashing Pumpkins, Darcy, mm. who was like, I think maybe she was dating somebody in the band or related to somebody in the band, because cool. I don't... Um, Smashing Pumpkins, of course, I love. Yeah, she's great. I'm not a big They're Catherine. Spooky band, sp- spooky band name. <laughs>
2: band name. <laughs> oh! oh.
0: You're drinking a pumpkin beer over there? Uh, yeah. I hate it. But, you know, Caleb is on brand right now. Yeah, I know.
1: I'm committed. I'm in costume, so. All right, what do we have? What's number three? Let's get into track three. We've got
0: Nick Cave in the Bad Seeds with Red Right Hand. Where the
2: viaduct looms like a bird of doom As a ship. and crap. Where secrets lie, in the border fires, in the humming wise yeah, manion man, you know you're never coming back Across the square, across the bridge, past the mills, past the stacks On a
3: gathering storm comes a tall handsome man In a dusty black
2: coat with a red right hand
0: It's a fantastic track. It's such a good mm-hmm. song. It's like without that vocal, it's like it might be trip hop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude, I—I I mean, we've had uh, Nick Cave on the show before. Yeah. Right? He was on the—he's really Man, nice in person. Super yeah. sweet yeah. guy. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't talk much, but he's in the studio a lot. Uh, I lo- Yeah, I love that track. I've thought about um, recommending that track for certain recommendations, but it's also. This song is in a lot of movies, a lot of TV shows. Mm-hmm. I think it's the, the actual theme song for Peaky Blinders. Oh, that's right. Uh, there is a, uh, like a remixed
0: version of it that's a lot more yeah. uh, like dry vocal. Uh, I knew I recognized it from somewhere when I was rewatching the movie, and it's from that scene in Dumb and Dumber. Where Jim Carrey is coming home from the bodega and gets robbed by that little old lady <laughs> yeah, he's
3: on the motorized
0: the, cart. He's got the oversized cowboy hat
3: and yeah, like, he's got like, like only the essentials.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God. I got oh,
0: robbed man. by a little old lady on the motorized <laughs> cart. I didn't even see it coming. <laughs> yeah great track uh, it's um, actually in uh, the first three Scream movies it's got an arc through all of
1: it yeah I think it actually it appears on all the soundtracks too which is mm-hmm. dude uh, Nick Cave has he's he's put together a little cottage industry on uh, licensing Soundtrack this song out mm-hmm. yeah baby and I respect him for it because that guy oh, yeah. he's put out a lot of great music he plays
0: that song live a bunch too it's um, he- yeah. heavy rotation in his live stuff
1: I respect that a lot of people you know they'll have their one song that hits big like bigger than the rest and then they'll get like sick of it or just I want to. It's like, yeah, man, it's a great song. Fucking play it. Yeah, it's it's several times in the movie.
3: That's like, yeah, I guess when yeah, uh, Sydney gets called, True Morse or um, or Nev Campbell's, and then they character. do uh,
1: when the town's going into it's curfew. A curfew
0: mode. Yeah, 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 certainly happened to Radiohead when uh, you know, creep was such a huge success, and people would scream creep, and they would just get pissed and yeah. like, leave the stage. <laughs> <laughs> it's a song that they wrote.
1: Well, they also they yeah. got sued for that song, but. Uh, the, the father of the guy from The Strokes, Albert Hammond Sr. Mm-hmm. I think he had a songwriting credit for whoever successfully sued.
0: And then they sued Lana Del Rey.
1: Yeah, it yeah. never
0: stops.
3: It never stops. <laughs> yeah, God, creative. And we're getting sued now for playing. It's great. just playing <laughs> just the song. Just Yeah. <laughs> okay, before I forget, we got to talk about David Arquette. And, uh, <laughs> okay. This, boy, this guy was on top of the world. He was dating Courtney Cox uh she changed her name in the friends <laughs> you know the friends intro to Courtney cox arquette it messed up the kerning all the spacing is different for everybody else and uh he's
1: hollywood royalty he's hollywood royalty acting family and dude
3: he has had this downward spiral i feel so bad for him but like i had some friends like taking pictures with him in charleston and posting it um On Instagram, and he's missing a tooth. And they're like, "Hey, we ran into David Arquette." And I was like, "When did this happen?" There's like, "Oh, it was like two o'clock at a random bar. He's by himself." And I was like, "Oh, Oh, no, um, what happened, dude?" I I mean, so what happens is when you become uninsurable in Hollywood, (laughs) they just just, like the studios won't pay you. They're like, "No, we can't do it. Sorry." And so once once you screw up too many times, it's
0: like the TJ
1: Miller syndrome.
0: Oh well, well
3: I, mean, I mean that's, that's a, all. Uh, uh, it's it's uh, like the, the Lindsay Lohan syndrome. Lindsay yeah. Lohan syndrome. People won't put her in movies. What well,
1: did you hear about the amateur <laughs> wrestling fiasco with Dave Arquette? He
3: injured somebody real
1: bad or something. Uh, no, so he did a movie all about uh, wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Ready you know, to Rumble. Yeah, it was like a C minus. It was really bad. Um, and so he, but he's, I think, legitimately really into wrestling, whatever. And there's like, uh, there's, especially on the West coast, I feel like there's kind of like a little bit of an underground wrestling thing that people love to go to. It's like little indie. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he was, (laughs) he was getting into actually doing some of these fights, you Mm -hmm. know, these stage fights or whatever. And he did one where it was kind of like a more extreme, like, you know, where they cut themselves and do stuff. And he, uh, got like. Very, very hurt, very quickly, Oof. and it was like this—this this ugly thing that everybody. And it, like you know, everything screeched to a halt. And then I think the next day, because like video <laughs> came out, obviously. And the next oh, day, he was like, "Yeah." I kind of got in over my head nobody's fault (laughs) but my own thanks for all the concern everybody I'm fine oh man
3: if watching the movie The
1: Wrestler is any indication (laughs) see
3: like backyard wrestling is not for the faint of heart not not for Hollywood
1: royalty anyhow I'm you know what am I 38 and uh I don't know I'm definitely (laughs) past the point where I feel like I'm like you know what I could maybe get into for the first time and put my body through (laughs) yeah it's like yeah he's older than me Jesus no
2: god
3: man
0: our hearts go out
3: yeah but he uh he was on my friend was PAing this like lifetime movie and they like threw him a bone uh, apparently like the director was like alright fine you can do it <laughs> and he showed up to set just like wildly hung over and like couldn't do his lines and they fired him on set in front of everybody and my friend was just like oh my god and uh he had a melt like complete meltdown and cried on set and they were like you gotta go man you gotta go
1: well, anyway. next time we get one of those uh, suspicious one-star reviews on iTunes, we know who it's going to be. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz or David Arquette? <laughs> man. That's the game.
0: Let's get into track. Oh, Steven Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> track four. We've got Gus Black with Don't Fear the Reaper. now,
2: 40,000 minimum every day Another 40,000 every day So come on, baby Don't fear the reaper, man.
1: Uh, Uh, I fear that song. We listen to a lot of uh, covers on this podcast. It's an especially turgid, (laughs) uninspired... This
0: cover is playing in the film when they are first uh, making it on the bed together. Yeah. And yeah. it should be a dead giveaway right there yeah, for yeah. the
3: reaper. Yeah. Ooh. Easter egg.
0: Foreshadowing. But, um, yeah, Skeet and Nev.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, good this, Skeet. Who is,
0: who, Skeet is totally rocking that look of... Um, Ethan Hawke's character from like Reality <laughs> Bites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my whole from thing from a couple with, uh, of years prior.
1: Yeah, Skeet Ulrich to me is to Johnny Depp <laughs> as like uh, <laughs> as uh, oh shit uh, the guy from uh, Land It Christian uh... <laughs> Christian Slater.
3: Yeah, Christian God, Slater. No, Christian Jesus, yeah. God, yeah,
1: Christian Slater is like a, a little like gen- like off brand Jack Nicholson, and Skeet Ulrich is like a little off brand. Uh, Johnny Depp, in my mind.
3: Yeah, you're not wrong. He's got that.
1: He's a little rattier, than like, <laughs> just being a little weaselier looking. Yeah. I think. Oh, then Johnny Depp. Yeah,
3: <laughs> like I'm saying, he's
0: Johnny Depp's got a weasel look to him, but Skeet Ulrich is like a. A lesser weasel. <laughs> oh, shout out to Blue oyster Cult for writing that original, and also oh, yeah. uh, having umlauts in the uh, band name. <laughs> the far <laughs> superior original song. So is. what
1: about? Okay, so what if you go and you see you buy tickets to go see Johnny Depp's band? What is Johnny Depp's band's name? Is it P? Was he in P, or no, was it a different? I didn't. I didn't know his band had a name. It oh, was an band It was untitled. What if he showed up and it was Rick playing it instead? he <laughs> was like, I... Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, this is like coffeehouse crap. <laughs> this song's
3: like, oh, man, we got one more song. Uh, you all know this guy. This is Nicholas. He's <laughs> This is Black Gus. He's going to come up here. <laughs> I, there's that
1: band uh, chromatics you guys know chromatics yeah, i love chromatics um they put out records and uh, i think every single record they have like a slowed down stylized cover mm-hmm. that's like kind of always ends up being like the biggest hit off of the yeah. album so it's
2: Cherry. like
1: yeah i'm kind of like oh are you guys it's like a cover band <laughs> uh but i feel like this is like a terrible version of that where it's it's slowed down but nothing's added to it there's no like particular style or
3: it, it honestly it kind of works well in the movie i didn't mind it during because yeah. it's like a creepy slowed down version you know um and it's good for like you know 90s make
1: out <laughs> he may have a more successful career as a music video director oh yeah i did see he was uh yeah. doing some direction i don't know what he did got
0: cheryl Crow on there and uh the the goo goo dolls and mm. uh gary clark jr
1: there was a lot of uh different artists on the soundtrack when i looked at their bios they were involved in hollywood in different kind of ways so i feel like it's a very la soundtrack
3: yeah a lot of back scratching happening (laughs) like
1: oh you know what
3: yeah you know who's here he's already here (laughs) he's already over here you know i
1: you know i know a guy actually (laughs) who could do a cover of that song slow it down sure yeah put on a clock radio
0: Tim and his girlfriend, they're
1: great, man.
0: They're so He could have sweet. done a cover of that other great Blue Oyster Cult song. They do have more than one song. Uh, <laughs> Cities on Flame with Rock and Roll. If you don't know that song, Cities on Flame with Rock song. and Roll. Great track. <laughs> Amazing. I listen to it at least once a month. Go, Go, Godzilla. That was Blue Oyster Cult, right? Uh, sure. <laughs> I think I want to. That. that doesn't. Well. Uh, i edit this part out. Uh, we, we'll uh, check with our intern. Yeah. But we could move on to track five. We've got Julie Cruz with The Flow Artificial World, The Interdimensional Mix. <laughs> When I read interdimensional mix, that's exactly what I thought it was going to sound like. <laughs> interdimensional
2: mix. Mid
0: nineties electro garbage. Uh,
1: <laughs> am just... I, am I, for all of the nineties nonsense that's like colliding in everything that's happening in this track, the name, the the mix, uh, I think it's fine. It's like yeah. I don't find it that objectionable. And it probably holds up a lot better than a lot of electronica from ninety six you would hear. Do you guys know
3: what Julie Cruz's probably most famous song is? No. The soundtrack or
1: the the theme
3: song to Twin Peaks. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Collaborations with David Lynch is what she Again, this be.
1: is like another Hollywood person. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what you are talking about, Jessica. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do remember reading that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean I mean the music for Twin Peaks is awesome. Yeah. So it's not surprising
3: dream pop so i guess that kind of ethereal sort of vibe but not, not the interdimensional mix it's a little <laughs> bit more space pop in
1: like, uh, 1996 uh, ecstasy came in little pills yeah. some of them had a uh, little shamrocks on them some of them little mitsubishi signs god what, what a nightmare
3: world the <laughs> 90s like underground rave scene must have been it's like fuzzy hat everyone's just sweating and sucking on pacifiers and like
0: wearing this like orange glass. Everyone, ha- there's a guy that has like two Jimariquai tattoos.
2: <laughs>
3: What's <Jamiroquai> happening? Tattoos. <laughs> what does the Jimariquai tattoo look like? It just it's, says Jimariquai. It's, it's that little, silhouette. Yeah, the silhouette the thing with the horns, oh, with that like fuzzy uh, hat. Yeah, you know, I, just, I just
0: remember the Dr. Seuss hats
1: when <laughs> it oh, yeah.
3: came
0: out.
1: There was a lot going on with Jamaica. When I was
0: rewatching the movie, uh, a lot of the outfits that the uh, the ladies were wearing were reminding me of female characters from uh, soundtracks to movies that we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. There was uh, Rose McGowan's character Tatum. Like her look is, is completely Liv Tyler from Empire Records. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. From like one yeah. year before that.
3: I, I will say in this movie, you know, I know like '90s fashion is sort of coming back, but mm-hmm. like it looked like Downtown Brooklyn, like big time, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Alicia yeah. Silverstone, yeah, her, her kind of vibe and clueless, yeah, yeah, plaid skirt, yeah, <laughs> like plaid crop skirt. top,
2: yeah,
1: like yeah. <laughs> yeah. This uh, this '90s fashion revival. It's the first time like a it was a time that I was, like, cognizant and alive in. Yeah. And to have it come back is terrifying. (laughs) I'm just like, no, we're we're not, no, we're not doing, we're not doing that.
2: No, 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 that
1: can't, that can't, can't, can't. can't. No, 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 (laughs) no, no.
2: no, no.
3: (laughs) But it's better this time, Caleb. (laughs) We've learned from our mistakes.
1: (laughs) Oh, what a terrible silhouette (laughs) Yeah, it's always. Matthew Lillard has like the. It's like a turtleneck. Yeah. Boot cut jeans. A lot of floral print tees. God, they gave. Big chunky watch. They
3: gave Lillard so much room to. Uh, he probably smelled like an Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> you know what I'm
2: saying? Yeah
1: woods. Matthew Lillard is so good at this movie. I love Matthew. I miss him. I I miss him.
3: I thought they kind of gave him enough uh, rope to hang himself with. (laughs) They're just like, oh, (laughs) have fun on set. Flick people's ears and lick people's necks and stuff and like really get out there, man. I mean, he's great. He is great. It is my
1: opinion that Matthew Lillard is the best part of the movie. I'll say that right now. I, but I'm a big I was like you know he was in hackers and I was a big fan of that when I was in high school and this yeah. came out. You love Matthew uh, Lillard. SLC Punk. Yeah, man, Matthew Lillard. He's been saying it for years. SLC Punk's amazing. Yeah, he was like the guy that I you know, there's like those uh actors that just kind of disappear. Yeah. He was like a better version of like Jake Busey yeah, I, I, Jake I always Busey.
3: think about Jake Busey. I always think JB. about JB. Shasta McNasty. <laughs> But yeah, he and he and Matthew Lillard need to team up on something. Were they oh, ever no. the same thing
1: together? <laughs> They've never been seen together. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh spooky!
0: Spooky! Ooh,
1: spooky.
0: <laughs> Speaking of spooky, track six is extra spooky. Sister machine gun with better than me.
1: Sister Machine Gun, it's this is mid '90s uh, industrial. Say like a <laughs> yeah. like a bad version of Rob Zombie.
0: Or like yeah. a poor man's uh, nine inch nails.
1: KMZFM, mm-hmm. Yeah. KMFDM.
0: The uh, the singer Chris Randall uh, said in an interview uh, about his band. He said, uh, "Quote: We're cursed. <laughs> 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 Everyone who joins the band, including me, loses their job, their girlfriend, and wherever they live." For some reason, it's happened to everybody, and every time somebody wants to play with us uh, live, I warn them that they're going to lose their house, their job, <laughs> and their girlfriend.
3: End quote. Look, you can be in this shitty band, but I have to warn you—you <laughs> you also are going to lose
2: everything that you love.
3: <laughs> it's crazy. I want to say
1: the amount of like things that can that can happen and be taken away from you. It's like your girlfriend is like, ah, I mean, I. Most of the time, if your girlfriend leaves you, it's kind of half your fault. Or, uh, but leave your... be like you lose your home. Yeah, losing your home is... usually, usually stop a le- paying rent. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a next level um, bad thing to happen yeah, to Yeah, unless there's like a, a fire or a flood, you usually just... Uh, <laughs> it sounds like people join this band and stop paying their bills.
0: It's, so, it's such a different time. In reading up on them more, they had a song that's in a soundtrack that we've talked about doing uh the first mortal Kombat yeah soundtrack Can't win. And, you know he's <laughs> in some interview the the person asked like mortal Kombat sold like a million copies like what'd you do with all that royalty money and he's like w- our recording debt was seven hundred fifty thousand dollars Like, imagine that kind of music that we just heard having, you know, that kind of money behind it. I heard so
1: wild. Everybody that was on that soundtrack uh, lost their (laughs) timeshare, they lost their retirement.
3: Crazy. They lost their multi level marketing schemes that they
1: were
0: working on. He
1: said that they lost their baseball card collections.
0: (laughs) With the millions of dollars that they made from the Mortal Kombat soundtrack, he probably made about 66 grand before he had to pay you know, 20% to a manager and a publisher and all that. So at the end of the day, he's like, I made enough money, like a minimum wage for like a year.
3: Maybe Sister Machine Gun is just like in desperate need of financial uh, advice. (laughs) It's really, it's just really bad with money. It's so funny.
0: Each interview I read is just so crazy. But
3: the real curse could be the Scream soundtrack. (laughs) I mean, every, uh, there's not a lot of survivors so far, guys. Oh, man. David Arquette, uh, <laughs> Nick
2: Cave, Nick
1: Cave, Nick Nick all right. right. Yeah, right. Uh, oh yeah, what do we got? I think we've, I think we've hit everything about Sister Machine Gun. <laughs>
2: Sister
0: Machine Gun. Yeah, that's about it. You guys, what did you think of that track? Do you like that?
1: It sounded so <laughs> much like uh, like that song Dracula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was but the witches yeah. But like But just polished down. It's that sound of like if you heard Dracula but you were convinced that the band were all going to lose their apartments.
3: <laughs> it's like, was, look, it's just the short lives. We can only enjoy this for a minute, and then we have to think about, you know. Gosh, Closing that house, that
0: foreclosed <laughs> sign—it's a, it's a real tough thing. When I was listening to that track, I was walking around on the street, and I think I made a face of like having taken a really bad bite of like an old lobster roll. It was like, like.
1: Oh no. No. Too expensive to spit out. That yeah, yeah that man, sound seven hundred
0: fifty k. That Rob Zombie
3: sound, man. Uh, it went out pretty quick. It was like the emo
1: of heavy yeah, yeah. metal. Oh Robert like. Zombie, Robert. Yeah. Oh, you about Robert? Robert? Yeah. Oh about yeah, Robert Zombie. <laughs> oh, I <remember> Robert Zombie. <laughs> oh, I remember Robert Zombie and his band. Why it was like is white Rob something. Now? Yeah, it was like white Robert. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, like Rob Zombie. It's funny because like he got famous as a musician, and then I think as soon as he could, he started doing what he actually wanted to do, which is make movies, direct
3: horror movies. Yeah, <laughs> he just
1: wanted to make horror movies. He don't he doesn't put out albums much anymore. <laughs> was, I know good of. job, Rob. It we was, hope you're yeah. happy.
3: It was so funny because like I remember like House of a Thousand Corpses. He oh, was oh, like, yeah. "This is going to be the most bloodiest movie ever." And you're like, "All right, calm down. Just make a decent film." Chris Hardwick
2: like
1: rain wilson <laughs> uh i never saw the the sequel to that everybody said that was actually really good devil's rejects
3: man, people love that i i could not get through that movie yeah. i don't give a shit about horror and that's probably why i haven't seen scream until today i just like can't it's a good one though scream
0: scream's, scream's great man scream's yeah really good man it's sl- you'll come
3: around you'll come right. around. well it's it, it, it kind of it revived that sort of like slasher sort of thing and I, th- I felt like it, it uh, Paved the way for movies like Saw and like all these like totally. Intricate. Well, yeah, we should it, say this it's is kind of on the way out, and it this is like uh, mm-hmm.
1: the big the big kind of uh, thing about this movie. I don't know if it's the first, but it it's supposedly the first movie where the horror film where people have seen other horror films. Yeah, and so they started off really quickly. Where at the beginning you know, the killer starts talking about. Different horror films start talking about uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, and which was actually written and directed by Wes Craven. Yeah, um, a Halloween. Bit of, it's the, me- like, the meta thing yeah, the starts meta, to happen. It's all about everybody in the movie knows that they're in a horror film, and they're constantly discussing like what it means to be in a horror film and how you survive. And and oh, you got to see Scream Two and Scream Three, man! It, it just gets, I have, it, but they, they they go further down the hole. There's like uh, it's kind of like the the first Jurassic Park uh, sequels where they wash over you and you don't retain any of it yeah and oh you know, it's like, like the dinosaurs know that they're dinosaurs yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. after a while We're dinos, dinosaurs, dinosaurs yeah. start yeah.
1: engineering humans and you're like yeah. what this <laughs> movie's amazing
3: yeah it's the first movie where dinosaurs have seen movies about dinosaurs
1: <laughs> i just remember maybe yeah. it's the fifth jurassic park it's where the dinosaurs start a park with a bunch of humans wandering around yeah. dino inception
3: and here's the twist it functions totally well
1: it's no very problem. well it well they're all women <laughs>
3: <laughs> when I think about Jurassic Park. I was like, I would love for uh, just one, like, they just totally throw a red herring movie, and it's like, no, it was just an enjoyable time at a functioning dinosaur park. Yeah, there's a bunch, of, awesome. a
1: bunch of scares, but it's like set up, you're like, ah, it's like, yeah, oh, there's T Rex. It's just a really cool place <laughs> to go. Have you ever
0: seen a dinosaur watch Land Before Time? It's so sweet.
1: <laughs> it's so nice.
0: They're very attentive. <laughs> all right what are we to track seven now track seven we've got soho whisper to a scream birds fly
2: comes down upon us and it flows like water burning with a hope of inside that books the colors of a bright elation stolen in the side of
0: Happy Halloween, everyone.
1: That, that is, is a spooky a track. spooky <laughs> cover. Spooky. That is a spooky cover wow. of hey. a sim- very similar but better version of that song. <laughs> by uh, What was it? The Soho. Th- the Dicicle Works was the original band. Uh,
0: it's a Soho. band out of the, uh, the UK, yeah.
1: Soho. They're both mm-hmm. uh, the original out of the UK as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. this
1: is this is one of those uh i guess maybe the instrumentation's updated in like a 90s way I, playing it like club
0: limelight yeah you know? i feel yeah. like this
1: is much more of a rights dodge to like we we're gonna get the cover to the song that we actually want to have yeah but maybe i'm wrong i don't know it's the first song that's played in the credits if that means anything I it think means it, that somebody in this band was like a pa <laughs> <Yeah>. if you <laughs> <were> could pick <laughs> if you could pick any
0: song from 1996 to go over the end credits of the movie.
1: Oh man, I would have to have a list I don't know. Think yeah. about that before the end of the episode. It would probably Ooh. be, be the song. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> I you know, I was also going to say this. I was oh, okay. I was
0: envisioning the the top song from 96. Oh, okay, Ooh. give it to me. Don't speak. I, no doubt.
1: Oh, that was um, it would I have been really great. Yeah. I went to that That'll concert. Be. Very expensive. I went to that No Doubt concert in 1996. Yeah, that yeah. one. I, maybe it was 1995. They've never played. It was again. On, on that tour, the tour of uh, Tragic Kingdom. But that was awesome. Great, man. Yeah. That was
3: awesome, man. They have like a full brass band.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sweet. I, I was just, just watching right.
0: like some clip of Melissa Via Senor, yeah, do impressions, and she does like a fantastic Gwen Stefani, and uh, it's spot
3: on. She's amazing. She's as as someone who uh, fancies themselves uh, an impressionist. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have listened to episodes of this. Uh, <laughs> I, I I think she's very talented because she, she can do the music stuff too that's what I like mm-hmm. she can do the, the, the Gwen Stefani singing voice spot yeah. on she can do uh, the Christina Aguilera
0: like <laughs> <laughs> she can do that like for, but she like, was on uh, America's Got Talent
2: I didn't yeah. realize yeah, yeah. Yeah. early on like no, 2011
3: it's really? she got to start yeah she's doing YouTube videos
1: and they found her yeah
3: Come on the podcast. She's great. Got SNL. Get on YouTube,
1: man. Oh, she did. Uh, didn't she do uh, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee? Yeah, she did. They were like cruising basically up and down my block. So I think that she. Oh, is that she, what I they, they
0: actually do when they record the show? They just drive in yeah, circles. Yeah, they do like a <laughs> few loops. And it's all loops. green
1: screen. Because they're, they're having a conversation. And I see her just later going by Sunset Diner like five times. Yeah, I was yeah like yeah. What? Well, I, like, I, lo- I love just like seeing all our neighborhoods. <laughs> I think like, that so... she's my neighbor. I'm convinced that she lives. like, oh, cool. In in the Greenpoint area. Yeah, a lot of people that work on what's S- your address SNL. again? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of you people work on SNL. I think live in Greenpoint and Long Island City because you can just hop. You just like take the train over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caleb's just going to start
0: seeing every time he sees the billboard, it just says Lavazza coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, La Vazza. <laughs> just shameless. <laughs> yeah. There is too much coffee branding in that show. Caleb's gonna end up in the background.
3: From, you know, Seinfeld's just gonna be roasting him like
1: this guy. I'm gonna be the first person to get run over by Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> yeah. on the show.
3: I don't know why no one asks uh, if they can drive. <laughs> like, oh sweet, can I drive? And he'd be like, uh,
0: like come on, but you have 90 cars. Like, come on. you would think Jim Gaffigan would ask him to drive, or uh,
3: All right? No one steal Kristen my Witt.
0: bit. I'm gonna get on the
3: show no, and I'm gonna ask him to drive. <laughs> And then I'm going to ask about a 17-year-old girlfriend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I've got a
0: spooky game for us.
1: Ooh, oh, yeah, after the break. we got a spooky game. And, and then uh, in honor of Scream and the Halloween season, we are going to add our favorite Halloween track to the track listing Spotify playlist.
0: Very scary
1: stuff. This guy's... It, it's, I mean, you keep
3: might, listening. Yeah. It's not
1: that scary. I don't know, man. It's it's, I don't know. It's terrifying.
3: If you're alone... Uh, you gotta hear the these house, picks.
1: Turn out the lights. I'm watching you. Yeah. Be right back. Hey,
3: everybody. Thank you for listening to the Tracklisting Podcast. We want to hear from you. So if you've got a soundtrack recommendation, a suggestion, a review... Uh, Did I mispronounce something or uh, if you just want to hurl insults at us or you just want to say, hey, uh, please reach out to us.
0: You can find us on Instagram at tracklistingpodcast, Twitter at tracklistingpod, or email us tracklistingpodcast at gmail.com.
1: If you enjoy listening to the podcast, uh, why don't you tell a friend that you think might enjoy it as well? Uh, Or maybe tell two. Yeah. And they tell two friends? and And they they tell
0: tell
3: two two friends friends, and they (laughs) tell
2: two friends that's
1: how you start a
3: movement and also uh, if you like the recommendations we've got uh, you can check out our official track listing playlist on Spotify
1: Yeah, tell tell people about the the playlist on Spotify and then they'll tell two friends and and they'll they'll tell two friends and they'll tell
2: two friends
0: we love y'all thanks for listening thanks guys Welcome back to a very spooky episode of Tracklisting, the Halloween edition, where we are talking about the Scream soundtrack. All right, all right. You guys, I'm scared. Sorry. Just turn it off, off real quick.
3: We all, we all, none, of, none
0: of us this, want to hear the right? music, Nick. This scary sounds of the season YouTube video has a million views. <laughs> yeah, I have got a spooky edition of Covers Blown for you guys. Yay! Hey. Spooky! Hey. Already terrifying proposition. <laughs> Covers happen in unlikely places, and we'd like to uh, shed light on that here on track listing. You guys want to get right into round one? Let's yeah, do it. Let's jump prepared. into it. All right. Spook one. I will not be scared. <laughs> the famous, famous track, Sympathy for the Devil. No, no. <laughs> it's been covered. Terrifying song. Yeah, man. Real spooky. Was Sympathy for the Devil covered by Korn? Jane's Addiction or Rob Zombie. I'll let you guys uh, talk about that for a minute. (sighs) Okay, Jane's Addiction
3: has covered um, or at least Perry Farrell was like, you need fooling baby I'm not Led Zepp. That's Led Zepp. Okay, never mind.
1: I I don't want to say Jane's Addiction because I feel like the odds of that cover being good if I saw that, like, oh, Jane's addiction did to the devil, I'd be like, oh, I'm not gonna make a game about how bad this is gonna be. Oh, uh, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Smart. Um, it's possible. Smart.
1: It's possible, but the other two sound like they would be bad covers.
3: Corn and Rob Zombie. Um, <sighs> Rob Zombie did come up in conversation. Was it you that brought it up or was it Nick that brought it up? It was me. Zombie? It was me. Okay. I,
1: I Serendipity. I wanna, I wanna say corn. Just just in that, if I saw in a Google search <laughs> "corn" typically for the devil, I'd be like, "This yep. is the game." <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, but it could be, it could be any of. Them. Uh,
3: just for uh, competition's sake, I'm going to say Rob Zombie because okay. I think mm-hmm. Rob Zombie's like devil, sweet,
0: nice, <laughs> nice. Bro. That's how he talks. Never, never I'm listened to the song. Robert before Robert <laughs> Zombie, nice to meet you. I'm amazing.
1: <laughs> All right, what do we got? All right,
0: your answer to Spook Round One. <laughs>
1: Oh no. Is this Jane's Addiction?
2: Allow me to introduce myself.
1: That's Perry Farrell, yeah That is Jane's Addiction yeah. With Sympathy
0: for the D Ooh, that is uh, a bad cover Ooh, swing and a miss It's uh, haunting, in fact I like Perry Farrell a lot, too
2: Oh yeah! Aw, oh, yeah!
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I like Porno for Pyros quite a bit Yeah Da, 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 da. All right, guys. No points
1: on that round. Ooh, <laughs> big
0: old goose egg across the board. Damn man, that, that spooky a, eggs. A
1: terrifying goose egg.
0: Travers happen in unlikely places. <laughs> Moving on to round two. Uh, classic track: Bella Lugosi's Dead. Yes. Mm-hmm. You guys oh, know
1: that track? Love what? that song. Bauhaus. Oh,
0: Bauhaus. That's right. It's been covered apparently. Mm. Has it been covered by Massive Attack? Churches. Mm or Radiohead can you remind me
3: what Bela Lugosi's
2: Bela Lugosi's dead
3: dead. dead.
1: it was in uh, The Hunger yeah
3: yes 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 Yes. yes.
1: it's actually one of my it's not my pick for a favorite Halloween song but because I thought it would be too uh, obvious but hat on a hat nose on a nose Uh, okay churches churches with a V churches with a
0: V massive attack or Radiohead
1: ooh Again, a Radiohead cover by All Accounts would be good. A Churches cover by All Accounts would be good. Oh, yeah, I love Churches. Massive Attack. Who I it's like a toss up
3: It could be a toss up. They could make a bad yeah. cover. Massive Attack. I put Massive Attack and Radiohead for some reason I'm like putting them in the same category. They've oh, never been seen together. <laughs> churches for, for somebody that would like I don't think Radiohead would do. I'm going to go Massive Attack. My There's gut me. tells me massive attack.
1: I am going to. I'm going to go churches just to mix it up. Yeah,
3: yeah, that was a good one too because it seems a little out there. You guys locked in.
1: We're locked. Lock
0: in. it in. All right, round. Terrify two. us. This is Bella Lugosi's dead. Bye.
1: Sounds churchy. Churches cover of Bella Lugosi's Dead. I think I hear a silent V. Churches, <laughs> churches, it's oh.
2: Oh, that's not bad. I like it. Dude, churches,
3: churches rock. I really like churches. Very spooky. <laughs>
2: All right, good job, Caleb. Good dead. job. Thank you know, you know. Like
3: I, I'm just scared right now. That's why I'm not doing so well. I'm just scared. Check out churches.
1: <laughs> I know this is a running joke, but you are visibly shivering.
0: <laughs> I've been up for three days. <laughs> okay. All right, round three. We've got the Black Sabbath tune Iron Man. Very, very great track. You guys know Iron Man, right? You love Iron Man. Yeah, every day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's been covered. Has okay. it been covered what? by Robbie Williams? Has it been covered by The Cardigans? Or has it been covered by Jimmy Buffett? <laughs> Take it away. Dude, I was in the Mecca,
3: man. I saw Margaritaville Hotel this weekend. Shout out, man. Shout out. You said the big time. Um, I'm going to go Buffett, man. You're going to go Buffett? <laughs> I think so. Because like I-, I can't see... Cardigan's cardigan cardigan it.
1: seems it's too crazy uh, yeah i'm gonna go robbie williams okay i don't want to like uh jump to the answer too quickly but i just feel like robbie williams is a a man who thinks that he's funnier and more interesting than he is okay you know
3: bomb shot robbie
1: yes <laughs> come on shade throw. Uh,
3: now jimmy buffett that is not the case he's a genuine <laughs> genuine person
1: uh i actually i hey Jimmy, come on the pod. It could, it could be any, but I'm, I'm going to go Robbie Williams. All right, guys. Okay.
0: You guys sound pretty confident. He isn't doing good tonight.
1: Lock it <laughs> in. Does that mean that it's going to be a cardigan?
2: Lord, a
0: So, round three. Here's Iron Man Bye.
1: <laughs> it sounds cardigan. It's um... I am Iron Man. sounds so Swedish. Oh man.
2: That's...
0: That is. I think that might be Steely Whoa, Dan actually. Yeah. That is. Not Donald Fagan and Walter Becker. That is the That's cardigans. Cardigans!
1: Covering Iron Man. <laughs> wow. Happy Halloween!
3: I'm blind. Uh, sc- I'm blinded by the. I'm scary. terrified, yeah. but
1: I'm also thrilled with my victory.
3: That's yeah. <laughs>
0: well, well there might be another round. Oh, I, is there another round? I do have a bonus Halloween
1: round. I've got a round four. Okay. This is for this is like all a three round game for me.
0: This is for all the pumpkins. This
3: is let's it. Go,
1: man. Go, let's so, go, baby. Round, but you know, I can just uh, I can just block you.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. It's right. You can just pick the same one. Okay. Round well,
0: four. The classic, classic song, The Killing Moon.
1: Ooh, Echo, Echo and, and the Bunny, Bunny Man. Man. Echo and yeah. the Bunny Man.
0: Very spooky track. Love them. It's been covered, again. <laughs> Was it covered by Pavement? Has it been covered by U2 and Bono? Or Burt Bacharach? Take it away!
1: Okay, I don't think it's Pavement. Uh, Stephen Malcolmus. First of all, Pavement wasn't together that long. I think no. they put out a few records. Um, I have not heard it, and I've heard a lot of Pavement, but I. But then it, it could be anybody. You know, it could be uh, Burt Backrack. I think, I think there was definitely like a because he's a famous songwriter, and I think there was like a thing where it's like. Bert Backrack does other people's songs. Uh,
3: he does Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne. You know, that sort of stuff.
1: Uh, what was the third option? Uh U2. 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 Oh god, I can hear <laughs> I can hear U2 just, yeah. just ruining it.
3: I'm gonna go Jimmy Buffett on this one again. I know it's not It's <laughs> <Jimmy laughs> not an I'm, option, but <laughs> I appreciate it.
1: <laughs> um I, I Pavement U two or Burt Backrack. I wanna say U2 with Bono.
0: I'm gonna go Burt Bacharach. All, right? all right, all right, guys, you are locked in to
1: round four. Lock it in. Bonus Come on, bonus round. I
3: need
0: this. Here's your answer. This is the Killing Man. the cover.
2: So soon you'll take me up
3: in your arms. Too late to do
1: too. Come on,
3: this is pavement. That's pavement. What is the answer? Backrack. <laughs> that is pavement. Oh, ah. I, I knew that, man. In, in my gut, I'm like, I might have seen that.
1: Ah, There you go. God, even very spooky. Bono could totally cover that song. It's it still, does sound it Bono-y. Sounds like Bono. Yeah, I, I threw. Like, that's how I threw you. Too, I mean, it sounds I like did. Stephen Malkmus, but it, it's in the range where Bono could have totally done that. I guess. Right. So a sweat. I think
0: Caleb's taking the covers blown Halloweeny. I oh, zero. Yeah.
1: I just put it on my trophy shelf. <laughs> yeah. Dusty old shelf.
0: <laughs> you know what? I used
3: to. I used to really beat myself about about these games, but I'm just happy to be back in the studio with you guys. Oh, I mean, man, I missed you oh, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're Congratulations <laughs> what you're, the, you you're the Pumpkin King
2: You're Jack hey, Skellington the of the night Jack Skellington <laughs> over
0: here Let's jump back into the soundtrack We've got track 8 uh, Maybe making a first appearance on track listing is Moby I believe so This is Moby with First Cool Hive <laughs> This is kind of the uh, the music and scream that is uh, kind of Dewey's characters music, which is uh, first cool hive. Is that any kind of description? (laughs)
1: Uh, I think if you if you like to hold one of those uh, smooth and like self learning AI bots like Moby song soundtrack. He would just spit this out. (laughs) Like, that is what I think of when I think of Moby, but it also never heard it before, and it'll, like, escape my brain immediately after hearing.
3: That trance
1: beat that you can hear in the back. Of it. It, that's.
3: I feel like that has been used a lot in the 90s. Like
0: the, the... I think Moby is largely responsible for that. For that beat? Yeah, What is, what is going on with Moby? What's Moby's
2: story?
1: Oh, I, don't, I don't even want to talk about it. What do we want to talk about? The tattoo? Is
0: he vegan? Do we want to say... Or is he vegan for life? It was a thing I saw in the media sometime within the past <laughs> couple of months. <laughs> yeah, breaking news. <laughs> Moby's got this stupid new oh. neck tattoo that just says "vegan for life."
3: I mean, it looks like a fake tattoo; like it really does. It sounds like look, it looks very fake. It's like impact font, yeah, <laughs> like, bold, and it's like misaligned. Like <laughs> it's, it's so it's bad, insane. It's so bad and so like ooh, vegan for life. If I had Freaking to, out in if
1: I had to pick one word. Uh, baffling. It's a baffling tattoo.
0: That, that too, I, I mean...
1: I just I, I don't.
0: If we want to get into baffling celebrity tattoos, <laughs> recently I think we were talking about Aaron Carter's new his face, face tattoo. tattoo. Yeah, oh man, man
3: it recommended follow Aaron Carter. <laughs> if you if you like punching down, uh, you, should, you should really. He's off his fucking rocker.
0: He's he's got It's insane. It, it's
3: it's a bummer to watch, but um, you can go. He goes live all the time now. And now oh, no. I just kind of check in with him like, as I'm like going to bed because he's on L.A. time. And he, if you like comment, he'll be like, go live with me. Go live with And he'll like, scream at you. And then he'll go live with you and you can just talk to Aaron Carter. <laughs> there's, like a, there's like a 20% chance he will talk to Aaron Carter. Have you, you talked just, like, to Aaron Carter? I've tried. He's not picked me. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the, yeah.
0: the face tattoo that he got recently is of a picture of rihanna where she, she was on a cover of a gq like, gq or Vogue magazine gq yeah. yeah where she's done up to kind of have this like medusa yeah. look and he got that image of her on the magazine cover yeah. on like half of his face yeah and the tattoo guy he wanted to keep going yeah. yeah yeah and the tattoo artist was like man we can't you can't yeah it was the
3: same tattoo artist that did like post malone's face tattoos i, <laughs> I was, like
1: Man, I can't do it to you. I love the idea of kind of like a celebrity uh, stalker, like bragging rights where somebody's like, oh yeah, man, uh, I've got a stalker. I've been, I've been dealing with it for years. This this guy's like a real maniac and he broke into my house. It's like, oh Jesus, he broke. Yeah, he got in. It mm. was crazy. Mm. Uh, it's like, yeah, I got a celebrity stalker too. It's like, oh, um, but my Aaron Carter. It's Aaron Carter. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Your your stalker is another celebrity. It's like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. You won't leave me alone. It's it's not as bad as Aaron Carter's,
0: but Ariana Grande also had, like, that recent tattoo fuck-up.
3: Oh, the barbecue?
0: She like, yeah. accidentally, like... She was trying to get the song title of her new single, like, Seven Rings on her in palm. In Japanese, yeah. But she, like, put the letters together, and it's, like, the Japanese word for, like, shitting, which is just, like, a Japanese, like... Uh, like barbecue grill, <laughs> it's totally insane. I've been
3: meaning to, and, and I don't know if you guys are going out for Halloween, but I really want to be uh, Aaron Carter this year. And uh, I've been meaning to ask either you or uh, or Steph, Caleb. Um, if they can, if, if one of y'all can do the Aaron Carter Medusa yeah. tattoo on my face, it's pretty great, man. I feel like that's we, all we I can, have to do. We can,
1: we can make that happen. Maybe yeah, you can
0: baby. give me that uh, that George Foreman grill <laughs>
1: that I've always wanted to get on my
0: face, just half, just across half of my. I want oh, the Mike Tyson. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, in honor of Joker, the giant movie that everybody's obsessed with now, I want I want to go as the Jared Leto Joker, Joker with a the terrible Joker, the Joker, Joker, Jared Leto, Joker, damage
3: tattoos. <laughs>
2: like.
3: <laughs> there was a good like I guess a Game Boy color ad from the 90s it was like
2: crazy <laughs>
3: like somebody like put the
1: Jared Leto, Leto Joker toward... I remember when uh, when those first like uh, press photos came out of the new Joker as <laughs> uh, Jared Leto people were like okay obviously they like did some weird tattoos just for like this shoot as mm-hmm. like a thing There's, mm-hmm. they're, I mean, that's not in the movie Like we're not watching it yeah it's, it's like... gonna be in the movie
3: <laughs> 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 And the funniest thing is that he, le- he leaned more into that character than oh, yeah. any other Joker. <laughs> and it was far you're, and away the most... Like, uh, change his
1: name to Joker. <laughs> God. Poor guy.
2: Oh, poor, poor Jared, Jared Leto. Leto.
0: You know, I almost thought about adding 30 Seconds to Mars as one of the... Uh, one of the uh, red herring options, red herring options in the game. <laughs> is, uh, but I'm saving one of, it one for of the better spook- for better cover. My friend, you pocket that. one. That man. is a very spooky band. I've always got lead on my back pocket. All right, what do we got next? We've got uh, track nine. This is the Connells with "Bitter Pill." Some stinky 90s alt rock bottom of the barrel there Badge angle you ever heard Badge angle This is a band that has had uh, <laughs> problems hanging on to members over the years not as many as some the of the curse bands we've talked of about. scream this is real
3: <laughs> We uh, should
0: look into this The Connells have gone through 12 members over their career and uh, I guess almost like 30 years later they've been around for a long time mid 80s like 30 years in, Just about their, they started adding uh, woodwinds into their live act. Mm. I think they're still performing too. It's like what uh, band, like thirty years later, is like. You know what's going to really change our game?
1: Woodwinds. It is very hard to make a clarinet jangle, but (laughs) if anybody can do it, if anybody can do it, it's it's, the Connells. uh, The Connells.
0: The Connells.
3: it's the uh said it let once. see through my notes here I,
0: connell's the uh, uh hold on nah, yeah nah, the, uh, the, uh,
1: uh, connell's i actually i should say uh when you when you picked the scream soundtrack and i was like i was like oh yeah i remember the scream soundtrack i was like no you don't nick cave the eels and i was like no that's the scream Two. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, yeah scream Two, man I, I should say that i i am not familiar with the soundtrack at all now that we're almost mm-hmm. through the whole thing mm. um
2: we
0: remember, did have another soundtrack. Oh, sorry. What were you yeah, gonna say? Go for it, go for it. We did have another soundtrack picked out for this week, uh, in the same kind of Halloween theme, but uh Caleb had a tough time sourcing it. Yeah. Something I think it's been scrubbed. Terrifying happened. Yeah. It's the it uh soundtrack to Idle Hands. Idle Hands, yeah. yeah. Real stinky, but I guess uh, it was kinda like half baked, where it's it's yeah. really tough to find.
1: If you have like a physical copy, uh if D- I don't DM have. us, and yeah, please mail it to us, and We're, we'll do it.
3: That's not a joke. <laughs> uh, I would love to get my hands. We on We need the that. CD. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't think we could make the tape happen. All right, uh, so what are, are we guys say, you going to say? You
0: got something, Chris. Ah. <laughs> oh, shit.
3: I, I got nothing over here. No, I, I was going to say um, about the movie was um, the killer really takes a beating in this uh, in, in a way that I thought was very
1: real and accurate. It know, is. It's not a supernatural killer in that. Uh, yeah, like people are are very especially because with the costume on, yeah. I feel like people are able to like really wail on him. Yeah, it's a it's a cumbersome trippy. costume. Yeah, and the only I think the thing that makes him kind of supernaturally good at killing people is it turns out that there's two people. Yes. So every time somebody thinks that they're getting away, they run into him. Yeah. It's yeah. really. Like, it's very smartly written. Isn't That's it, something that we haven't really touched on.
3: I enjoyed the movie. I I, I was ready to. Um, yeah, so the dialogue is is a little '90s. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I mean, Casper, I'm, I'm here you're for
2: canceled.
1: It, <laughs> oh oh can, yeah, that one scene. <laughs> we should give the shout out to uh,
0: Kevin Williamson. Oh yeah, Kevin Willi- uh, who also wrote "I Know What You Did Last Summer" after Scream came out, and then in '98 was the creator of Dawson's Creek.
2: Yeah,
1: this yeah. is a man who's not afraid of a pigeon's hole. <laughs> <laughs> he's like let's get some teenagers together yeah, yeah. i will write that <laughs>
0: I, I i think the context for him writing it was uh he wanted to write something
2: and <laughs> he's like i wanted
0: to write something i went out to the desert and i i had seen a, a tv special about a serial killer from uh gainesville the gainesville Ripper. I think it was, oh. and he who was a serial killer who stalked uh, like college students. So he said, Did
1: I'm you gonna... just say nice. <laughs> I don't know. I like, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, nice. Sorry. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, you guys know I'm a serial killer, yeah. right?
3: <laughs> <But> he... Spooky. <laughs> I'm, take, I'm take my mask off right now.
0: Yeah, he, he saw that interview and uh, decided to write a screenplay. You know, kind of based around that idea. Went out to the desert somewhere in California for a weekend and pumped out the script really fast. And came back and tried to sell it, and it got sold really quick. I think uh, like Dimension or uh, yeah, Dimension, yes, Dimension yeah. bought it uh, for like four hundred thousand dollars, like over a weekend. I think Whoa. Wes Craven had read the script uh, like on a Friday and liked it and said well maybe we can uh, you know get the right uh studio to buy it so i can direct it and it had already been sold like by the time he checked back in hey. so like the bidding war for it went by really good really it's so, a great script man yeah, yeah. everyone loved reading yeah. the script it's also those
3: late 90s like film you know shot on film and not digital they look so
0: good they did. it looks so they, good they really do. and i love you know going back and watching these movies yeah. uh yeah, you can even tell the difference between different like versions of Scream, like Scream Two or Scream Three. Like just that that visual look of the first one is so great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Film, man, gotta get on film.
3: Gotta get on film. Well, I mean, now yeah. digital's getting better, but like
0: yeah. you know, it's, I'm sounding pretty elitist over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Roll it in right into track ten. This is another cover. We've got schools out. This time by the last hard men.
2: No more pencils, no more books No more
3: teachers, dirty looks I'm full, full, for, for
2: fall. full We might not come back It's yeah.
0: Dude, that could have also been "Feed My Frankenstein." <laughs> Dude,
1: that—that that is a terrifying cover. Yeah, <laughs> this is another
0: another example of a. Uh, the Alice Cooper original was used in the movie. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say it's this, in the movie, and, yeah, yeah. and they couldn't get it for the soundtrack, so they got "The Last Hard Men." The Last hard <laughs> okay, men. Okay, so this what a is, band name.
1: Uh, this is a super group. Um, <laughs> it's a super group. They recorded one album, and uh, the label wouldn't release it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Damn. Do you guys know
1: who's in this? Uh, lead singer. Do you guys know the lead singer? No. For... I, I know nothing about The Last Hard Men. Sebastian Bach.
2: Oh
3: yeah, that was Sebastian
1: Bach. Yeah, uh, uh, comic
3: uh, book collecting fame,
0: Sebastian yeah, Bach. All those VH1 specials from
3: <laughs> the late '80s. He's, he's a funny guy. He's
1: a funny guy. a character. Uh, I love the, I like the '80s. Uh, the the guitarist is from the Frogs, which is a band that I'm not familiar with. Uh, the guitarist from the Breeders. Uh, yeah. Kelly Deal and uh, the drummer Jimmy Chamberlain from Smashing Pumpkins. There we go. Halloween-y. A
0: little bit of a super group here. <laughs> the a, last group, hard a group man. so
1: super that they could not get Good their luck. album. They could get it funded, but not released. <sighs> I think they released it on their own label, like years later or something.
3: Jeez, <laughs> it sounds like. <laughs> The Last Hard Men is some weird, like, tea party (laughs)
0: remnant, like... Historical, like, event.
3: (sighs) No, no, just like uh, a bunch of dads that are like, All our kids are babies! (laughs) All our kids are just weaklings now! (laughs) Where's my Medicare? Government, (laughs) get your hands off my Medicare!
1: In that documentary about uh, hair metal, wasn't that the one where Sebastian Box just, like, drifting around in his swimming pool, like, drinking... Like fifths of You're talking alcohol. about like history maybe of Western was,
0: civilization. Or something yeah, like that. maybe it was uh, one of the
1: know. other top guys, but it's like it's a very boozy idea to be like living in L.A. not making any music and be like,
3: "Last Hard, man, we're the we're the best, man." <laughs>
1: We're going to bring rock and roll yeah. back to 19. OG Gangsters. Man. 80. Can't yeah. even the get a sunset deal. Strip.
0: They probably got a Kickstarter no, they, for like trying to they, raise $1,000.
1: They got the deal. Yeah. The studio like paid for him to make some album no, and then we're not there's gonna release like. This. It's going on the this shelf, Sebastian.
3: Uh, <laughs> I'd love to be a fly on the wall in that conversation where this is the studio trying to be like, no, it's just, you know, it's bad timing. This, the, this, it's, the album's great. <laughs> the album's great. Uh, that's not the issue right here. <laughs> Just sing everything. I can. All
1: right. So if you guys had to say of the three, how would you rank the three covers of the soundtrack?
3: Okay, so we've got "School's Out" by the Last Hard Men. <laughs> Obviously, we've got "Don't Fear the Reaper" by, by Gus
1: Black. Gus Black. And then the third is uh, "Whisper to a Screen" by Soho. By Soho, which is the least famous original yeah. and the most faithful cover.
3: I was gonna say, I'm not. Um, Too familiar with the original of A Whispered to a Scream. In fact, uh, you could say I'm not familiar at all with it.
1: Well, maybe we all just accept that that's the best cover of the three. (laughs) I can't, those can't be rated, man. It's all just, it's all just down. It's down here. It's
0: low, low, low.
1: Say, uh, say that when you're, when you're dead and, and you're having your funeral and you arranged to have one song play while you're being lowered into the ground, is it going to be, School's Out for Summer by The Last Hard Man. Or is, is it Don't Fear the Reaper? <laughs> by Gus Black. By oh, Gus man. Black? For me, it's Gus Black.
3: Yeah, Don't Fear the Reaper. Well, that, that goes with the
0: funeral.
1: Goes with the funeral. Yeah. Um, Might have been a bad example, yeah. but it's Halloween.
3: You know what? School's a little, out. a
1: little
0: wink at Caleb's funeral to the film and the podcast episode. <laughs>
3: school's out uh not by alice cooper it would be a hilarious
0: like hard right turn during a funeral like, it would it's actually all be, oh, music. i think <laughs> it's the person that's like
2: <laughs>
0: the family member that's putting together that music is like are we sure <laughs> yeah. is this the right because the other one yeah. the lawyer is like, the one
1: you can't yeah. change it it's you actually you legally actually can't change the song yeah. this is what he wants his last
3: will and testament. It, you go, Danny Boy, uh, and there's a bagpipe song, and then it's <laughs>
2: Scoo- yeah. so
1: like I, Something's wrong with this version of the song. Who was singing it?
0: That's the Last Hard Men. <laughs> the Last Hard Men. It was a super group you might know about. <laughs> That's incredible.
2: Right. Uh, spooky. Speaking
0: spooky. of, uh, you know, getting to the end of it all, yeah. we are at the last track. Ooh, track eleven. Uh, we've got a little bit of score here. This is Marco Beltrami with Trouble in Woodsboro slash Sydney's Lament. Bill Beltrami, still up and coming at the time that this movie was made, had gotten recommended to Wes Craven and uh, the producer by a few different people. And I think they were a little uncertain about taking him on, you know, just because he was still like a fledgling yeah. composer. And they brought him in and had him score the first uh, segment with Drew Barrymore Yeah. That first like 10 or 15 minutes of the film and just to see what he did. So he submitted some music for that, and they really loved what he did, and they hired him based on that. And he's gone on to score. He's got a really impressive Hollywood uh, resume. Is, yeah. But that it, was one of his like very early, if not first, feature film score. It's it's a very good score. This movie, it is like, very.
3: It, it's very modern. It fits the uh, uh, the time. I think like in the vibe of mm-hmm. Scream. Not
1: just like uh, we've got a classic case of great movie, terrible soundtrack. Yeah, I think we can all oh, agree. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, rewatching Scream, it's I think it holds up. You know, better than ninety 90% percent of '90s movies. I think it's fucking fantastic.
0: One funny tidbit was that uh, Wes Craven was telling uh, Marco Beltrami, he's like basically saying hey i know you haven't like really scored a horror movie before but we like what you did but uh like you're gonna want to like use strings yeah like like don't be like he's like like do string stuff yeah. it'll really help build the tension he's like okay okay
1: okay and it turned out great yeah yeah there are a lot of strings so, yeah that's kind of by the way uh we can't not do strings yeah he's like yeah, yeah. you can have to do strings john carpenter is like hey
3: i've got i've got a few things to say like, shut, shut up here. john
1: john did in the mouth of madness a few years ago <laughs> Sit down. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're talking about um, It Follows, has like a great synth soundtrack. That's like oh, one of the yeah. most terrifying horror soundtracks mm-hmm. that I've heard of. There's in a long college
0: time. buddy of mine that did that, uh, oh, that really? soundtrack. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. I was really yeah, impressed. Rich that. Vreeland goes by um, Disaster as is the, his uh, moniker. It Follows. It oh, amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a great movie.
1: If you guys ever want to see a really spooky movie, uh, that writer director's follow up, um, it's what, Under the Silver Lake.
3: Okay. Oh, I heard that's wild. I haven't seen it.
1: Oh, it's like it's like a how did this get made? Like, <gasps> like it's not like it's really it's bad, but it's also like just so off the wall, you're like yeah. somebody really gave you the keys and you're like Well that's, that's <laughs> you try to do like three movies that you always wanted to do all at once.
3: That's what happens in, in uh you, you have your like your sneak hit. Yeah it's like, ooh, this hot shot director came out of nowhere and made this sneak hit and then they give you uh, a little bit bigger budget and if that's a success then they're like you're golden do whatever and then so many times it blows up in that director's well, face the guy like, that did uh donnie darko yeah
1: after that he did a movie called southland tales that had everybody in it like the rock and and it was it's like a weird sci-fi satire uh noir it and it's like almost unwatchable (laughs) but also like really entrancing because you're like i i have no idea what you were thinking when you made this i think
0: getting back to caleb's point it it is a case of like great film terrible soundtrack but when you're watching the movie oh yeah i think the only song that i really remember popping out is like uh like a song was that nick cave song Mm -hmm. which you know works really well i think the rest of the song these alt rock songs on the soundtrack were just like kind of digestive music for scenes and that you're not really supposed to, it's more yeah, background. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I
3: don't think there's a bunch that don't make it into the film i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure uh, I, I couldn't find where a lot of these were played in the film i was watching mm-hmm. um i like to don't fear the reaper during the makeout scene I, it's a bad song uh the, or it's a bad cover but for some reason it, it worked and then the foreshadowing you know
1: i'm sure that's anyways. gonna be a gus black will be comforted knowing that like it's a bad song but it was fine <laughs> you know what it worked so it was very utilitarian <laughs> Utilitarian. Uh, also uh spoiler alert it was
0: uh, Lillard
3: and Ulrich oh, yeah, uh, yeah the, the murderers I your, didn't see it
0: coming your I music coming. is the cargo pants <laughs> <laughs> of the baby yes,
1: yes. <laughs> yeah. alright well I think we uh we finished the soundtrack and there's nothing left to do but rate uh gotta rate this bad boy Who's on a scale rate? of uh, 0 to 15
3: pumpkins Pumpkin, pumpkin, pumpkin,
1: man, I haven't thought about this much yet, but I'll, I'll go first if you want. Please. Sure, um, we could have
0: Chris go. No,
1: no, Chris has to go last, <laughs> as is custom. I
3: thought I was going to go first to us. Uh, so oh, yeah, okay, yeah. We well, do you want to go first. No, no,
1: just by do all not, means. Do not be swayed. Uh, oh boy. Okay, three terrible covers is a lot more than we're used to. There's usually it's one It's real or two. spooky. <laughs> <laughs> I would, realistically, there's one song on this soundtrack that I will ever listen to again. And that's Nick Cave. And Nick Cave. And yeah. it's a really, really good song. Red Right oh. Hand. Red Right Hand. Uh, when you put it, piece it all together, I will give it a 3.2 pumpkins. Yeah. All
0: right, 3.2 pumpkins. Pumpkin spicy. Not a hot score. Cold pumpkin soup. I would say... Chilled pumpkin Chilled soup. pumpkin... Pumpkin gazpacho. Oh, man. Ooh, ice cold. Out of 0 to 15 pumpkin stars, uh, I would give this uh, a 5.0. Okay,
1: I would I would pretty much agree. With What's this. your second favorite song on the soundtrack? <laughs> uh,
0: with Nick Cave, Red Right in the Bad Seeds, Red Right Hand being first. Uh, my second favorite—it's <laughs> not really a word—the second one you're willing to deal with. What is your? You know, I guess it kind of it would be. I wish it was Moby. Yeah. You know, but it's not. He know. wishes it, Moby wishes it to. <laughs> I, I guess it would probably have to be. Uh, <laughs> If you were gonna say that strike... cover of Don't Fear the Reaper. Gus Black.
1: No <laughs> yeah, man. I mean I I get why you're saying that, but if it's you're, not bird brand. If you're saying that, then you're you should be giving the soundtrack a two point two uh i'm
0: i'm giving it a little higher score than caleb due to the fact that i mean uh, it works it, 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 it all works
3: how it works <laughs> it works
0: in the film but yeah for the standalone soundtrack yeah man it's, it's pretty
1: stinky you know, i don't mind that bird brain song or and, I don't know, you know th-
0: when the soundtrack came out uh i don't believe that it even managed to get into the any kind of charts the soundtrack itself was commercially a huge flop oh because okay. yeah. the
1: movie did huge business the movie yeah.
0: did great but the soundtrack just didn't have enough you know popular songs at the time to get anyone's attention <laughs> i think
1: i think that's the reality
0: oh
3: man all right chris,
0: chris chilled pumpkin soup a chilled pumpkin
3: soup forget
1: what we said okay. just Men speak in black. honestly from yeah. the heart okay just
3: wiping the slate <laughs> yeah. um yeah this was uh this was a surprise because the movie um I, I didn't i i there was nothing I was like oh that was a bad song like i I enjoyed watching the movie I thought the music worked well in it um but going through this uh start to finish was a bit, bit of a slog when it came mm-hmm. to, the, to the music category uh <laughs> I'm gonna give it um I think I'm going to give this my lowest score ever. Oh. Um, I did like the uh, Whisper by Catherine. Mm -hmm. Um, That actually
0: might be my second
3: favorite. That was was pretty cool. (laughs) Thank you for the reminder. Julie Cruz is okay, but it's the interdimensional mix. It's
0: fine. Find the original mix. And then
3: the Nick Cave song is fine. It's good. It's good. Um, I'm going to give it a 2.9 Skeletons with gazpacho pumpkin soup. Man,
0: all right. Chris is, that is I believe, historically... Ice-cold
1: ice gazpacho. That
3: is frozen gazpacho. <laughs> I mean, th- no, you know what? I, I did not even like the Nick Cave song that much. I just oh, really? I think it's fine. I think it's oh, fine. Man. Uh, oh, man. It's a little bit like Leonard Cohen. This
0: guy has a coheny. shriveled
1: pumpkin where his heart uh, should be. we all about honesty here on track listings. We appreciate your honesty, Chris. <laughs> all right, thank you, Chris. Uh, before we go, we do have to recommend uh, to the track Spotify playlist, our favorite spooky Halloween song,
0: Halloween themed track. Yeah, a spooky it's loose. track. Some spooky track. Define it. It's Halloween uh, today
1: or tomorrow or sometime this week. I don't it's know. My when new
0: it's whatever you want, man. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's whatever, whatever you want. Man. I say it for
1: everything. Who wants to lead off with some spooky music? Um, I'll lead off. Okay, go for yeah, it if you don't mind. Uh, this was kind
0: of a tough category to think about. A lot, lot of uh, you got ghosts, you've got devils, you've got all kinds of spooky things you got, haunting you've films. got your
1: monster mash you got your
0: you got your typical
1: stuff, skeleton you know, party thrillers you got your,
0: at number one and that's yeah. canceled
1: yeah.
0: Uh, frankenstein meets the beatles all the greats <laughs> yeah. um, there it is yeah frankenstein by edgar winter oh yeah but uh i decided to go with the first track off of van halen's debut album van halen one or i guess it's just van halen <laughs> <laughs> van halen's van halen all right. This is Running with the Devil.
2: I live my life like this.
0: scary stuff here uh if you want to hear something a little scarier i do
1: have the uh
0: solo david lee roth
1: acapella track. this is the inspiration for vocal fry <laughs> yeah. this
0: is the one of the spookiest things.
1: there were three it, months where this is all we listened to yeah i think this so and funny. that
0: uh freddie mercury Clip oh, of yeah? um, under pressure with David Bowie, which is amazing. But uh, yeah, here's a little snippet of David Diamond Dave, Diamond David Lee Roth, uh, Raw, Uncut, Spooky Books.
2: <laughs> oh god damn it, baby, no I ain't lying to you. I'm only gonna tell you one time. Oh, yeah! <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is dude, this is scary stuff. <laughs> yes,
2: I am Yeah.
0: Yeah, David Lee Roth, man. That is that yeah. is scary stuff.
1: If you got if anybody anybody listening has ever wondered why we haven't used this track for uh vocal fry it's because We all know. It. Yeah, we've all memorized it.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it also meets the
3: criteria for our other, I said uh best song with a scream in it. Oh in yeah, you know. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's insane. Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs>
0: Happy Halloween.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: uh, that, 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 man. The first you. time Thank I heard that know.
0: I was I was terrified.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Completely
3: terrified. Spooked. All right, Chris, uh, do you wanna go next? Yeah, sure. Um I've got uh, Claudio Simonetti's uh, the theme to *Demoni* or *Demon*, Um, a 1985 Dario Argento. So this is one of the
1: guys from Goblin, right? Goblin, yeah. 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 Claudio
3: uh, Simonetti was the keyboardist for Goblin, and he's this Brazilian-born Italian musician. And just man, it's great. Let's uh, let's take a listen to that. (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's great! I love those orchestra heads.
3: Oh yeah, I man! <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a it's very a, spooky. It's a spooky theme. Um, it's a too obscure of a soundtrack, I think, to do. It's you at least watch the trailer for Demons. Yeah, um, just like pretty bad italian horror but kind of great in a way like cult classic stuff i've That's seen the, i've the seen stuff.
1: that uh that record a couple times and it's always just been too expensive for me to pull the trigger yeah
3: no it's it's a it's definitely a collector's item yeah, yeah. um but yeah simonetti he uh he did like dawn of the dead he did suspiria um deep red and then like you know oh, yeah, some yeah, goblin tracks are song. on there yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. uh Tenebre, uh, Tenebre. yeah, yeah that, that sounds like song.
1: very close to the Tenebre. like yeah 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 um, wow, 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 wow. Yeah. Oh, I man. was
0: really close to going with like uh some sorcerer music yeah, or yeah. some stuff from the shining. But it was the shining stuff, the the Pinderecki string music, it's too scary. Too scary. <laughs> <Yeah>. If, <laughs> if,
2: too if spooky. I if I
0: played that right now, you guys would be like, shut up, <laughs> we're canceling the podcast
3: can't put this online yeah uh, you're gonna people are gonna crash their cars and stuff uh this uh yeah this this movie it's i don't know if it's worth watching but um you, you might at least check out the trailer it's a bunch of people that get caught in a movie theater but it's that weird italian like it was dubbed but like it doesn't seem like it was <laughs> yeah, like, oh, like hey yeah. how's it going <laughs> yeah like <laughs> i think they're speaking english in it I, I, it's, it's unclear like, <laughs> But anyway, right. uh, uh, but you, yeah check out Goblin, check out Claudio C- Simonetti.
0: Good.
1: Great stuff. Uh, so my pick is actually a little bit connected to Goblin as well, at least in my mind. Um, so when I was thinking of Halloween songs, I, I wanted at first to go with something really literal, but then I went to just some music that I like to listen to around Halloween, which is uh, I like to get into some 80s Goth. Uh, so obviously kind of the first uh, the first thing I go to is Joy Division. But uh, a little bit too on the nose, so I went to... This is an album that's definitely inspired by Joy Division, kind of self-consciously so. The, the actual album cover is done by Peter Saville, who's the same artist that did all the album covers for Joy Division. Uh, this is an OMD song, Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark, from 1980. Yeah. And I believe... I haven't read anything about this, but the sound, there's some sounds in here that seem very related to the sounds of the Suspiria soundtrack. Which is a goblin soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Uh, The song is Second Thought from 1980, Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark.
0: OMD. I
2: know it helps the time to do get A little hope to set you free. That's the first.
1: mind that that synth thing kind of echoes like the didgeridoo thing that's going on in uh, Suspiria and then there's like some kind of bone rattling percussion and mm-hmm. some chorus of ghosts I don't know I love that track
0: <laughs> I think <laughs> Caleb and I or I think we were at uh oh yeah we were at a bar soft spot in Williamsburg and you know we were talking and drinks with friends and we heard this song in the background and we kind of like looked at each other we were like what's that song and yeah, I think we like pulled out our phones. We were trying to yeah, shazam- I shazammed it. Shazam- I, didn't, I didn't have didn't uh, work. You know, I, I I I just missed it. And then we were like, that was a good song. We we got to find out what that song is. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's like yeah. definitely well, a worm.
1: Is, so you went to the bartender. You asked him, and he, and he gave you the answer, which turned sure out to be the wrong song. Yeah, and then he, then he
0: told me the thing, and I looked it up, yeah. and I was like i had to go back i was like hey man well, that i was, really appreciate no, you no. going back what
1: happened is that uh the next day uh when i had cell phone reception again my shazam had banked uh the thing that i listened to and then it came up and it was oh, like nice. he, he said it cached. was he said it was omd but it was a different song different song yeah interesting story for all you guys yeah on. it was awesome <laughs>
3: Yeah, fantastic track love it uh, very, very, awesome. very, very spooky good track good track not as spooky I thought <laughs> yeah, I, I thought tell the story as again make yeah. it, uh, make uh, it uh, uh, how, it how
1: many pumpkin gazpachos did you get that song
3: so uh, you know here, the spooky thing is how bad cell phone reception <laughs> is at soft Spot,
1: uh, at
2: North
0: Williamsburg Ooh. Driggs area man you guys gotta get on it it's a dead zone <laughs> it's still a dead zone <laughs> There's an at t store in the area. <laughs> they don't get reception. They don't have reception. <laughs> and they don't have Wi-Fi. I don't know. They do. crazy. <laughs> well, thank you guys for uh, listening to Scream thank with you. me tonight. Yeah, thank you, everybody, great, for listening. Yeah. yeah, man. Happy thank Halloween so
1: to happy all, Halloween. all you spooksters happy, out there. Yeah. Happy Halloween. And uh, next week, we got uh, Darden's pick. It's my pick. I got Is something
3: very pick? special.
1: Might uh, also
0: be spooky. <laughs> it's going to be yeah. scary. Uh, you know, Scream 2... I mean, the soundtrack, I don't know.
3: No, that's a
1: great soundtrack, actually. Pretty
0: good, man. Well, it's my pick. So, Uh, Scream (laughs) 3, Scream 4, you have a lot of options. Thank you guys for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Happy Halloween, we love you!